0: Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to the Catholics Podcast. It's a Catholic podcast for millennials, by millennials. And we are your hosts, Jacinta Millman and Marina Bianco. And every week we get the privilege of coming back on and chatting about our lives and how God is working so that we can stay on the path to a fully alive Live, and this is the second time we're trying to record this episode. So yes. we just have lots of twists and turns, but that is okay. I blame my Mac products. I blame. <laughs> Am- I blame Amazon. Okay, because I Amazon. I purchase all of these chargers for my Mac for my phone and they none of them ever work if you are listening and you have the same issue (laughs) tell me that you see me because I feel like I'm the only one
1: are you getting are you from like a sketchy brand in China probably
0: well (laughs) maybe that's why yeah there lies the source of the problem but uh, it's Amazon's fault I know, but it's been a pretty uh, interesting week for me. Lucia has been sick all week, so it's been quiet. We know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just happy to be here and be chatting with you, Marina. Yes. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's been a wild week.
1: I feel like a bunch of random things have been going on. I don't know. That's fun. Yeah, I got a job this week, which is exciting. I guess I should say I got three jobs this week, so... When it rains, it pours. I know, right? All of a sudden. So I got a sales job, which is exciting, so I start that in two weeks, and then I had set up... I just stopped into a pizza place because I was in between jobs, and I'm like, oh, I'll just like deliver pizza, so I started that this week before I agreed already before I got my job, so... I'm a pizza girl. That's been fun. I never really worked in a restaurant, so that um,
0: new experience of being in a restaurant.
1: Yes, so new experience for sure. Um, yeah, and then I was helping out with this girl with special needs. No. And yeah, and then that's been it's been good. I was hanging out with one of my friends who's married, and. Got to see her town that she lives in, which was really fun. Aww. And um that was really cute. So yeah, sorry, my sister just came into my room and took Hi, some <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird to be sharing space. Yeah, in. yeah it's a little it's all interesting, but
0: it's good. Back to the beginning, right? Back where it all started.
1: Yes, yes, for better for worse, right? (laughs) (laughs) For better, for better, it's been good.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it sounds like Um, it has been.
1: Yeah, overall, it's been good.
0: I don't. I haven't heard you talk about missing Denver, so that's like huge.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do miss Denver, but I don't like to think about it because it makes me a little sad. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of try to pretend that never really happened, like I was living there, so I don't have to.
0: Oh no, that's not good.
1: No, I'm kind of kidding. Yeah, I I miss it. But yeah, there's just like, you know, being in a new place, there's, it's like a little exciting. And yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to like, you know, make new friends, explore new spots and all of that. And yeah, lately I've been busy, so I haven't had time to think about
0: it, but. overall it's been good. That's awesome. Have there been any new places that you've been in Pennsylvania that you never checked out whenever you were growing up?
1: Yeah I mean a lot like I didn't have access to a car really when I lived here so because I have like you know four siblings so we all shared the family car so I never really got to like do much. Mm -hmm. So I yeah my friend's small town was like so cute. Felt like I was in Gilmore Girls. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was so cute. Like, she could just walk down to the town, and there's just like little coffee shops and boutiques and restaurants and live music. And it was so cute. And I'd never heard of it before she moved there. So,
0: yeah, Skip Back, PA. Who would have thought? Skip Back? Is that the name of the town? I know. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I have not. What's it by? I don't
1: even know. It's like Collegeville kind of, but it's oh, like an hour from long, Philly. Yeah. yeah, it's like forty minutes from where I live. Okay. So But super cute. So that was fun.
0: There's so many and, little cute towns in uh Pennsylvania.
1: This is true.
0: Like Malvern, Westchester, all yeah, they are really cute. Yeah. Kenneth Square is super cute. Oh yeah, I forgot about that place.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it's been good. Been exploring and yeah,
0: busy working this week. So yeah, slinging pizzas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I know so funny you know I never had high schoolers teaching me the ropes and I was like lol this is so laughable and then you you look like
0: you could be in high school so you probably
1: know yeah so like one of the people I was serving they were like oh so like what high school do you go to and I was like lol I'm not in high school I'm in between jobs and I didn't want to say how old I was because then that would just be really funny
0: yeah
1: so that was funny um oh yeah and then there is this really cute guy who came in he was like so cute <laughs> it was just- I felt I had like a moment I was like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing that I work here Aww. and I felt like Tula in my big fat Greek wedding you know when so funny the future husband comes in yeah so
0: she hides and
1: melts and hides behind the cat the cashier I kind of felt like that and I was like oh my gosh what do I do and I'm like sweaty because I'm like by the kitchen and I'm like this is this is not ideal but who would have thought cute boys would come into pizza places and now I know to be ready always be ready you know. Wear your lipstick girl. Wear the lipstick and the eyeshadow. (laughs) (laughs) You never know who you can meet on any given day. This is true you know and yeah it's fun you just are interacting with a lot of people so that's
0: kind of fun that's so. so cool I love that you are yeah. a survivor you will always do what you got to do to make things work and I really think that's a great quality that you have thank
1: you yeah no job is below me I guess
0: hey you know what I used to work at Walmart while I was in college for eight months so I get it it was awful yeah. I'm gonna just you know but like I did have a lot of interesting interactions and funny stories I must say I bet with Walmart. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. about
1: the funniest things.
0: For sure. So it was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you wanted to do this episode on hope because you've been going through a tough time, obviously, with your madre um, and um, just family stuff going on. But it sounds like you God has given you reasons for hope, right? Yeah, this is true.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge in time, I would say. Yeah, because... I can't even imagine, Marina. I know, it's yeah. just, like, my whole life was turned upside down, and then you're trying to recover, and, like, I just got transported to, like, a new place, and I have to, like, let go of a whole life that I had, and then you know, I don't have a job here, so, like, I was, like, looking for jobs for, like, two months and getting nowhere. And, yeah, and then my sister got sick, and so we had to deal with that. And, yeah, it just seems like one thing after another. And, like, you know, two months ago before my sister, we found out she was sick. It's like, okay, like, I'm ready to get my feet under me and, you know, start creating some sort of normal um, and then, yeah, and then that happened and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, it's so hard to like have hope and then it to just be dashed, you know, and then you're like brought back down to like, you know, a really rough spot. And I just feel like so exhausting. Like, I feel like hope is <laughs> such a bitch, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's I mean, we're called to be hopeful and it's what keeps you going, mm-hmm. but it's really hard especially in times like this where like it's just one thing after another and things just never seem like they're coming together for you and and I feel like it's easy to get bitter when you're hopeful and then you're disappointed you know yeah and yeah it's just hard because you don't almost don't want to be hopeful and want to be pessimistic because it's easier
0: and it feels better in the moment because you're like justifying yourself um self not self-loathing but you're pity. Right. It's easier sometimes
1: to be like that. And yeah, it's just I just such a hard position to be in, right? Cuz it's and I mean, it's not like my life situation is very extreme, but like even when my life was fine like before all this, it was hard even with like dating or, you know, just like little things in life, like having hope like oh, there'll be somebody and then you meet someone and you get excited and you're hopeful and then it doesn't work out or yeah things like that you know or like a new friend
0: and then it doesn't you don't connect or whatever I hear you it turns out like you meet somebody and then um and then you realize like oh this isn't what I thought it was going to be your expectations for that friendship are a little bit um crushed
1: right <laughs> and maybe it's expectations but it's hard not to have them when you have like dreams and you know like for your life, you
0: know? No, I um I, I totally understand what you're saying because I think I struggle with like expectations for what community looks like in married life. Mm-hmm. And um like I caught myself this week and my husband's so great, but I caught myself like um so so I was alone a lot this week because Lucia has a, a virus And so, like, I'm, like, racking my brain, like, what can we do? And it's just, like, oh, go for a walk. And so I'm, like, this feels like COVID all over again. Yeah. So it was just very isolating. And I'm, like um find myself like looking online for jobs but then I'm like wait a minute like this is my vocation to be home with my daughter and I don't want anybody else raising her except me because like I want to be home with her but I think there was this little voice inside my head that was trying to escape the present reality and right. um, and and then like just being like I was talking to a friend on the phone and um he's just got a job as a teacher and I just like kind of miss being in that environment and I'm just like oh my gosh that sounds so much fun but I'm like wait a minute this is the life that I prayed for like it's almost a temptation and and also just like to um what I'm trying to say is romanticize how things are and we can do this with with our our lives as far as like our friendships like have uh, it, it's good to have desires, but like, when does it become like, not realistic is what I'm trying to say, because like, I'm just like, cause I'm reading this book also called the rule. And it's about like, um, married couples and like the rules to live by basically just living out your vocation in marriage, unitive and procreative. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and then just like both of you together, striving in holiness and striving to convert Closer and closer to the Lord, but you need people who are living that out too. So I'm kind of like, I'm wrestling with like what that looks like within married life. I know that was a lot to unpack, but um, so it's like a balance with hope, right? It's like, yeah, yeah it's like no, don't settle, right? We don't want to settle, but like for you, it's like you're doing what you have to do to be able to survive and to make money like you're working at a pizza shop right now Um, but you're not going to stay in that space so that's where the hope comes in the hope for something more am I making sense I think so I'm all over the place (laughs) you're
1: good yeah and I think it's hard but like yeah it's just kind of an interesting thought of like I'm not entitled to a good paying job. You know what I mean? Like, I think mm-hmm. we get in these head spaces of like, we're entitled to certain things. Right. And like, every people around us, you see them having certain things and you're like, okay, like, when am I going to get there or do that? But it's like, you know, some people working at a pizza shop, that's all they're going to be doing with their life. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And that's not bad, but in, it's just like a change of mindset mm-hmm. of, but you also don't want to, yeah, settle at the same time. So it's hard to know.
0: Well, God put those desires on your heart too for something more. So you want right. to lean into that. True. And yeah. But I think what it comes down to, going back to my situation where I was like um, trying to look for jobs and get out of my, like tempted to like uh, do something else with my vocation to married life and to be a stay-at-home mom, which I am so grateful one thing that helped me with that is like, Jesus, you gave me this life and I have a house. I have an amazing husband. I have this beautiful daughter that you've gifted me with. So thank you. Like gratitude. Mm-hmm. So gratitude, I believe, is the anecdote to despair and to um, the grass is greener complex. Right.
1: Yeah. And I feel like patience too, you know, Mm -hmm. that's been a hard thing for me too is it's so weird to be in a place where you don't have like a real routine. Like, yeah, I try to create a routine, but it's not like I have a job or somewhere to be or tons of friends because I'm new Mm -hmm. in the area moving back. And so I've just been like itching for a routine, a job, like, you know, people, and I know that all comes with time, but I have just been a little impatient, you know, and, and God works in his own time, and he knows the desires of our hearts. Right. It's hard to trust his timeline, you know? And yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's hard, but yeah, when you see things that you think are it for whatever it is you're hoping for, and then they aren't, and you have to keep waiting. Mm-hmm. But I don't really get why he does that, you know? That does bother me. I don't know if that's happened to you where like something seems like really like a great potential for like a job, a job and you get really excited. You're like, oh my gosh, it sounds amazing. Or like you meet someone really awesome and you're like, oh my gosh, it would be such a good friend or boyfriend, whatever. Yes. And then it falls through and you're like, okay, I felt like that was kind of mean, <laughs> Jesus. Like mm-hmm. you were dangling this in front of me. You got my hopes up. Like I was so excited about it. And then you just take it away. And then you left me here still waiting. And it's, yeah. So it's like, okay, were those like actually potential things that just, you know, were human and a lot of things, you know, it's two-sided. It's not just me following the Lord's will and whatever, but it wasn't maybe on their side. They didn't do, you know, what they were supposed to do for that particular thing to work out. I don't know, but that's a whole nother rabbit hole of thoughts, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you in that, like, but I feel like as you're talking, everything you're saying, there's, cause I'm thinking about in reference to like my life, like it, those situations, like where there's a job, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really great. This is going to be awesome. And then I don't get it. And I'm like, what the heck, Lord, like right. I was perfect for that. And <laughs> you didn't let me, and it's just like, wait a minute, even going through that process is a reason to hope. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's not like you're just going to be looking for jobs forever. You know what I mean? Like, you will get the job that the Lord wants you to have. It's just stepping stones and um, it, God works in mysterious ways, too. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, I I do see how there could be some frustration in it, but I just thought about the time whenever I applied to that job in Cincinnati, and I just, maybe my ego was too big, but I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. I'm amazing, (laughs) because I'm awesome, and I, I, yeah, (laughs) I've calmed down (laughs) a bit. Praise the Lord. Do you remember? I used to be like- No, you're not as,
1: um, what's the word? What is- uh, what would you call it? Arrogant? No. But the thing is, like, you were kind of joking. Yeah. It, it wasn't like, I'm better than everybody
0: else. No. It was kind of in think, jazz. Yeah, I think it was more like me just realizing my dignity in God's eyes. Like, I am awesome, because God made me. And Right. Like, how like, it wasn't that? off-putting. It right. was like, yeah it was like, like you're almost hyping yourself up by complimenting yourself yeah I do love words of affirmation
1: but I think that's, <laughs> I, love it. I think it's great I've kind of adopted it a little bit like yeah I remember I said to my dad the other day like who wouldn't want to date me I'm so funny he kind of looked at me like okay like
0: who are you well yeah but
1: like you complimenting yourself is just kind of funny and I'm like you know what I
0: think it's Thing. right yeah but I'm like why wouldn't they hire me I'm amazing Do you right. remember if like I'd be interested in somebody and they wouldn't reciprocate I'd be like how are they not interested in me I'm awesome
1: I do I yeah I, I adopted that and I do that often I'm like he's an idiot like right. look at me I'm freaking the best um maybe that's I mean you I don't do that good. as much anymore so maybe it's not good I don't know but I kind of think it's funny and yeah
0: yeah um, but I, have oh yeah, the Cincinnati job and I didn't get it, but, um, then God, it's basically like the whole thing for me in that moment was not my will, Lord, but yours be done. Because then he, um, then I, um, was able to reach out to students for life. Well, they reached out to me and I reluctantly took the position in St. Louis and, that whole process is not my will, Lord, but yours. I had these expectations for what my life would look like, but then right. they turned into something else, which was better than I ever expected it to be. So um, yeah, you met your husband. If you didn't move to
1: St. Louis, maybe you wouldn't have met Michael and you'd still be single. You know, ready to mingle. Yeah.
0: I'd be like, anyways, we don't want to go there. But uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have Lucia. I wouldn't have Michael. I wouldn't have Lucia. I wouldn't no. have our beautiful life together um it would be very sad it would be sad but I'm still convinced that our paths would have crossed some other way (laughs) you never know it's so interesting you don't know how
1: God makes things happen in the back end of things do
0: you remember how Father Riley used? well you may not have but he used to say like when you're looking for your future spouse to pray to their guardian angel that Mm. your paths would cross i feel like that's so powerful i like that because god knows who that person is your angels know who that person is it's like help a sister out expedite this process i'm right
1: redirect him if he's getting lost and confused right
0: so it's all about it goes back to just full surrender to the lord um everything full surrender jesus i surrender myself to you take care of everything that's one of my favorite prayers um so and then the virtues help too and, and like our ego gets wrapped up into things and we really make things convoluted and I know I feel like it's so easy to have your like yeah identity and what you
1: do for work yes and I've like had to let go of that's it's like it's okay I don't have a job like going to social things and people being like what do you do and being like oh I'm in between jobs I'm working at a pizza place like that's it's point. whatever people point. are totally you know like nobody cares except you right you're, and you're and your so if people, yeah if people judge you for that whatever like you know what i mean they're not right. worth your time anyway right but yeah it's just like letting go of those things or like oh i don't have all these friends like that's you know what does that say about me but it's like you know those it's are
0: all fun. a gift right it's nothing you're entitled to again right. yeah. and i always remember like right after my conversion years ago what was that like tw- oh gosh Over 10 years ago, probably 13 years ago now, I uh, literally had to make all new friends. And there was a time where the only friends that I had shared my same last name. So, like, that was very humbling. That was, yeah, really, really hard. But friendships are a gift. Yep. Um, And most people nowadays pride themselves on how many followers they have, right? And that's like not what the right way to go about it. So, Um, I always think to Jesus, Peter, James, and John, all you need are, all you really need is one friend, one good friend, one solid friend, but to not wear that person out, if you're extroverted, have three. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, no, I agree.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, even going back to like the hope thing and like worrying about things in your life and like being disappointed. I feel like that's so self-centered and I feel like if you, you know, we're called to not like think about ourselves all the time and of course your needs need to be met like basics, like have money to buy food so you can pay for your house, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you think of others, I feel like that stuff doesn't seem as big of a problem, like not, not problem, but like, you know what I mean? Like a disappointment or, you know what I mean? If you start fixating on all the things in your life that aren't going your way, right? it's better to just, yeah, be more, have like a servant's heart. And I
0: like what you said about not thinking about yourself because that's what they say about humility. Humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's, wait, yeah, humility is not thinking less of yourself. Like you can have a, Humility, like, yeah, I am awesome because I'm good. God created me good and I'm his creation and he made me without blemish. Of course, there's sin, but he crafted and created me and gave me all of my gifts and talents to use for his kingdom. Um, So there's a healthy humility, but it's thinking of yourself less. And I think in our narcissistic culture, people are so self-centered And so there was this um, lady who I listened to Isabel Brown. I don't know if I said her name right, but um, she was talking about like being embarrassed or something. And she was like, most people aren't even thinking of you literally 90% of the time. People are just thinking about themselves. True. So like you could literally do something crazy and people would probably be like, that's funny, but like nobody's really, really thinking of you in that way. Um, as far as like, oh my gosh, she works at a pizza shop. Like it's like, oh cool, that's what you do. What what else? What else is going on? You know,
1: right? And if anything, you're like, oh, that's like interesting. How'd you end up there? And it's like a funny story or like, yeah,
0: you know, I don't Sure. Know. Does that make sense? No, it's true. Yeah, I, I think feel that's like a I great... have all these half thoughts today, yeah. but it's okay. We're just gonna roll with it.
1: No, I love it. We're you know we're finally getting it out. Mm-hmm. one sitting so hopefully it all makes sense
0: but yeah sure. thinking of yourself less and so like with my family like you said like I want to think about them more what's best for Michael what's best for Lucia to help right. me to get out of myself because we're only truly happy when we're free from self and that's what the saints had um they totally sure. emptied thems- themselves of their selves <laughs>
1: Now I feel like a really, like, crappy person when <laughs> you're saying that. oh no. like, man, I'm so surfacey to care about all these silly things, like, because you're right.
0: Oh, it's, it's so human, though, Marina.
1: It's true. It's so but human. But it's like, it's wow, really I am cool. so far, like, when you mentioned the saints, it's like, oh, yeah, they, like, really didn't care about anything, like, I'm in all the times myself, their needs weren't met. Yeah, and yeah. they just chill with it, which is...
0: But that's why we have those saints to remind us like, oh my gosh, like this is the path to true freedom. You know what I mean? And God wants us to be truly free. This is true. And it takes time and it's a lifelong process. Some people are faster at it than others, like the little flower who found an elevator. But like, here we are, and I'm probably going to be like 88 and be like, okay, I finally got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lifelong journey. So start the journey, people. (laughs) <laughs> start even if you're at the bottom you know mm-hmm. i think praying the litany of humility helps so maybe oh I'll, I'll add that <laughs> in the show notes because that's something i need to pray all the time yeah about. i have such a love-hate relationship with that prayer do you have stories
1: Uh in college i would say it every day and just the worst things would happen to me <laughs> i feel like like embarrassing i feel like it was just And obviously, it makes sense because it's just like purifying me and helping me to get over things. But I just sometimes I couldn't handle that. I was like, this is too much. This is too much to like, you know what I mean?
0: Like, yes.
1: So you have to buckle up if you're going to say that prayer because stuff will happen where it's like so embarrassing. Yeah. And you just have to suck it up and get through
0: it. (laughs) It makes for a good story later,
1: right? Yeah. But in the moment, it's awful but I know it's you know I'm growing or whatever that's why I've shied away from it for a while because I'm like uh oh, I just I can't deal with major embarrassment at this moment but yes yeah but it is a very good prayer
0: to say for sure and then when like uh, like whenever you have those embarrassing things then whenever you're like purified in those moments and then later on something embarrassing happens you're like eh, whatever you know what I mean it's this not as true. big of a deal this is true because one time I was at a Cardinals game recently and I had toilet paper stuck on the back of my pants and this lady oh told me God. and I was like oh well whatever <laughs> I'm like oh this my is gosh. where I'm at <laughs> it wasn't oh. it was embarrassing but I was just like it was embarrassing for a moment and then I forgot about it until just now
1: that's so funny. It reminds me of like I was in Italy with my sister maybe like 2 years ago and I was wearing a backpack and I was wearing a dress and it was like summertime so it was really hot. And um we were walking around and my dress had hiked up all the way in the back. Oh no. From my backpack and this random Italian lady was like, "Ma'am, your dress." And I was walking around Italy
0: with your butt showing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And that is Hold amazing. on, someone's at my
1: door, my okay. family. Hello, what's up? I'm on a oh. call. I'm on a call. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm hi, Andy. Okay.
1: send yeah. says hi.
0: Hi, that Hope you're well. You're the best. Oh, you're the best. I can come in
1: like 10 minutes, okay? 15 minutes? 10 minutes, 15. Yeah, 15. Okay. Oh my gosh, literally everyone in my family has knocked on the door today. You're just an Italian family household. Andy. Leave me,
0: leave the me like Andy. That. I know. No personal space. <laughs> the Italian accent. The Andy. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. So funny. But anyway, that was very,
1: yeah, a very embarrassing moment in my life. But. You know, I was like, whatever. I mean, I'm probably never seeing these people again. No. This lady was really sweet about it. But I'm like, how long was my dress up my butt? Yeah. And the whole day we saw all these cute guys. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they must have been laughing wearing my granny panties. <laughs> they were <laughs> probably laughing.
0: like, more like <laughs> chow. <laughs> yeah, they were like, what is with this American girl? Like, what is wrong with her? Whatever, so. you probably fit in there. They probably think you're one of them because yeah. you have dark features. This is true. It's probably not the first time, you know, (laughs) but anyway. Yeah. Um, But you're doing a good job. And if anybody out there is listening and you're going through some changes and tumultuousness and um, feel like the rug has been just swept, grabbed from under you, (laughs) 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 then you know what? Like, we're going to pray for you. One and two, you're doing a great job um whenever I restarted my conversion whenever I uh came back to the faith when I was in college um I was going to a therapist and she would always reassure me she'd be like you're doing better than somebody else probably would be in your position so keep that in mind as a token of hope this is true yeah give
1: yourself grace it's a hard time you know it especially if it's you know Yeah, it's just one of those seasons where everything's going wrong. It's like you kind of just have to, like, ride it out and just, like, let go of everything that you're, like, wanting to, you know, make happen or have come together in your life and just give yourself grace and time and And I'm trying to do that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and don't lose your sense of humor because humor can get you a long way. Yes. you will laugh about it later. Not some of the things, but... Like some, like the little humiliations, you will laugh about those later. True. And, then- and it'll
1: all, like, it'll all seem less, like, I don't know what's the word. It'll, it the, like, right now it seems like the end of the world, but looking back, you'll be like, that was a hard time. But, you know, like, now that we're through it and my life is in a better spot, it you know, you'll be like, it wasn't that
0: bad. And it'll make you stronger for it. Right, you'll be stronger. Stronger for it. True. So. Yes. Oh, this was a good pep talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> it did that's why I love the Holy Spirit leading us. He's great. Yes,
1: tends to do that. He's this happy. is um, this season in my life reminds me of Ruth. You know where she has to go back home and like be with her mother in law. Is it? Yeah. Right? Yep. And she's like, where is my husband? And they end up, and then she ends up meeting Boaz, you know, but it, like, took time. And she, like, did, like, this hard thing. And it just reminded me of, like, when I mo- had to move home and, you know, it's like she had to struggle through it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, you know, it was probably a very humiliating um, season. Yeah. But in the end, it, it worked out for the best. That's so beautiful. It might take some time to get to that
0: part. And maybe but, like joke to a little bit, like yeah. everything that can go wrong does.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, your season, yeah, the season might be longer or shorter of everything going wrong. It's hard to know. So you kind of just have to, yeah, be patient, I guess. Hopefully it starts looking up. That's yeah. the job. The job was like, okay, I was having a rough time and then I got the job and I was like, okay, maybe things are going to look up now. You know, this is the the hard chapter is coming to a close Mm -hmm. that's the hope
0: and beautiful things can come out of pain like um I had a friend who was fired from her job I probably shared this story before and she was so hurt that she was fired because like that would be very humiliating and hurtful you know what I'm saying rejection in that way Um, and she decided to go to Bible study that night and then she met me and then she became the director of gen life. So beautiful things come out of pain. So you never know what the Lord is doing. As long as you surrender, he can redirect your steps. And, um, yeah, just, that's a good reason to hope is that the Lord is always working and he does see you and he is with you in your pain and in your struggles. Um, and he sees you so yes awesome sauce well that's all i got for you kids yeah that's all that's all i got (laughs) it was so good it's so good to be with you and to talk to you i talked to you a lot this week so
1: i know we kept trying to make this happen but you know
0: things happen for sure um do you have any updates on your little project oh yes so it's not
1: finished but if you want to take a peek um my sister and i started a etsy store for like kind of um how do i describe it like catholic apparel but it's more like subtle so it's not like really obnoxious like faces of jesus where everyone's like okay that girl is christian or catholic right but like subtle subtle nods at like the catholic faith um, so it's called that pilgrim. If you want to check out our store,
0: um, and
1: like the logo
0: as a shell, we can link um, the, uh, Instagram in our, on our, um, in the show notes of this episode. Yeah.
1: So yeah, check it out. I mean, it's not fully finished, but we got some
0: products up if you're interested and yeah, appreciate the support. I really like the, um, journal with Jesus on it. I thought, that yeah, isn't that was- cool? Yeah. Yeah. My sister made that. It was, super cute super cute yeah there's some really great designs and it's a good way to evangelize it's I would call it pre-evangelization because it's like subtle Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like a good like conversation starter like
1: oh what does that mean and you can like explain it but it's not like you
0: know Yeah, and I like the brother-son-sister moon thing because that's like kind of hippy-dippy. And so somebody could be like, oh, that's so cool. And you could be like, yeah, it's St. Francis of Assisi. He was a Catholic saint and um, he really loved creation. And he called the sun brother-son and the moon sister moon. (laughs) Yes. They'd be like, whoa, that's cool. I want to look that up. And you'll be like, yes, do. He's the best. We just made up that conversation in our heads. (laughs) <laughs> but it could go something like that so for all of you who want to evangelize and share people uh share jesus with people that you know and you love visit that pilgrim and find some awesome catholic swag that is subtle but evangelistic
1: Yes. Amen. You should be our spokeswoman. Hey, I try.
0: I'm the hype girl for you. Okay. Yes. Are you not an influencer? <laughs> no, it's because I have a baby. But you know what I find? is What I find is that whenever I'm at home, I'm like thinking of ideas more. So who knows what the Lord could be doing there. You never know. You never know who could roll into town. That was an inside <laughs> joke that our listeners are not going to get. So we should end the show, but thank you guys for listening. We love you. We're going to be praying for each and every one of you that listen. Um, You guys are awesome and we love you. So peace out, girly girls and boys. Actually, you know what? Sorry, I was looking at our stats and it looks like more people or guys that listen. Isn't that weird? Really? Yes. That is weird.
1: We're not, don't leave. It's not that weird. I'm but just it's surprised. It's not weird,
0: but I am surprised as well. So, hey.
1: Oh, uh, hey, thanks for hanging you're in there. It's not your Happy, Happy to have lis- uh, listeners. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one or two people that are out there. No, I'm just kidding. We are the voice crying out in the algorithm. And you are listening. So praise the Lord for that. Um, yes end, because I keep rambling,
1: you keep rambling about random stuff. I know
0: this days. is how my brain works, and it's like too many, too much. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. let us know if the rambles are a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah, we can, we can we can we can get it, it together back. a little we, we can we can reel it back. I promise.
0: All right, well, we love you guys. You're awesome, you're amazing, you're wonderful. Thank you for stopping by, thank you for listening, and we will. See you or hear you you will hear us in our next episode <laughs> just keep going bye. all right bye